0: Welcome to Golden, Colorado. That's what it says here. It says, uh, howdy folks, welcome to Golden. Uh, it's pretty early in the morning, 9.20, got here about 9.05, 9.10, about 9.10. And so uh, we just finished our scripture short. And uh, I am so excited because uh, for two and a half years it used to take me two and a half hours to get to this location. Two and a half hours because of the uh, health issue that went around the world, you know? so. Uh, but last month uh, they started back up this bus, and so I went from two and a half hours to about 45 minutes. So that was two and a half hours here, and then preach all day, and then two and a half hours back. So the second Friday of every month was a very long day. But nowadays it seems like it's pretty nice. So I get here about nine o'clock in the morning, 9:05, 9:10, and uh, in the winter time uh, when the bus is running, because I've been coming here for four years every second Friday, and uh, uh, the, right about a block down, the, right behind the camera, onto my li- on to my left is uh, the Golden Diner. Golden Diner. It's an old, uh, you know, old-fashioned type of, uh, uh, you know, neighborhood diner. A lot of locals go there, and so uh, I go down there in the mornings because it's so frigid cold, and usually it's kind of dark around nine o'clock in the morning. So I go down there for an hour, half hour, forty-five minutes, and have coffee and some breakfast, and then I come up here and preach. And uh, then at 4.16, uh, I catch the 4.16 down at the park, down by the river. Uh, that has me back to Boulder. So I'm here from 9 o'clock to 4 o'clock, 9.05, 9.10 to 4.15. Uh, second Thursday, no, second, uh, what day is this? Friday, second Friday of the month. So uh, I say that, and uh, I say that because uh, I would like to have people join me. Why not? Why don't you just do it once a year, set aside the second Friday and come to Golden for those who live in the area. But guess what? This is of no value to most Christians. This is no value. Now, I didn't, now what I hear on the street, though, is thank you so much for what you're doing. You know, you're doing a great work, they say. I, 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 I'm so grateful, I'm so glad that I saw you today. I hear a lot of accolades here on the uh, street, a lot of praises type thing. But uh, but for whatever reason, and now, you know, Christians here in the area that know me don't come out. I've had many, 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 many say, I'm going to meet you in Golden. Uh, Far as I can tell, far as I know, if I remember right, not one has done that, not one. Except, well, uh, he doesn't come here, but uh, Brent, he's really faithful. He was already here early this morning. Probably, uh, he gets up at five, four thirty-five in the morning, and he heads out the door. And he comes to Golden first, if I'm here, wherever I'm at. And he prays for the whole corner. He prays for the city. Prays for the souls. He prepares the way of the Lord. It's amazing. Then he heads off to work. You know, now yeah, you know, and he, wherever he works, he travels all over in the construction business, and. Uh, And he's very, very, very faithful. He's been doing that for probably three years now. I'm guessing. I I don't know if that's, maybe two and a half. I I don't quite know, but uh, uh, I don't know exactly when he started it. But we on Wednesdays, Brent and I go on to Boulder High School. He prays for other schools during the week. That man is amazing. And I don't understand all those who love him. And he's asked dozens and dozens of people And as of yet, people have willingly, they don't want to get up in the morning. They don't want to stop having their lunch. I don't know, I don't understand that, what's in the body of Christ, that they just cannot see themselves doing any kind of ministry. That's what I talked about on the class this morning. A lot of people know about the class. So far, six people showed up today. That's the biggest class I've had, six. Now, I understand a lot of people are working, that's obvious, because I couldn't have been on the channel. But well, we're going to have a day of, of uh, dump trucks. I mean, there's been a dump truck every every ten minutes. And of course, the dump trucks, you know, because they're not really regulated like a lot of trucks are. They all run with straight pipes, and they all just uh, just make a noise and they make a mess. But uh, a lot of construction over the Coors plant over here. A lot of they're, they're constantly building onto the Coors. People are buying beer all the time. And Coors just keeps on growing Coors beer and uh, it just never diminishes it just keeps on growing anyways uh, uh, So think about what I said, you know this morning uh, is for those who are here who maybe Logged on to the class after the uh, class was ended sometime during the afternoon or evening and and, and listen to what I said for this Friday. This is the 35th class, 35 classes, is 65. And, uh, amen? So they just happened to turn the music It's 9.20 in the morning, and they have to turn the music on. You know why? Yeah, you guessed it. The, all the doors are closed, they're all locked up, and, uh, but they got to turn the outside music on. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> as soon as they saw me, because they, they came right out to the window here and looked at me, they flipped on the music You see what see see they don't people just don't get what goes on in the public all they know in their mind is what happens in a little building I was walking to the bus station today and uh, I saw the church in the uh, Pres- Presbyterian church the old one part of the building and I heard myself say uh, because a lot of people says I'm gonna come help you build your church John and what they're saying, they're not talking about the people. They're talking about a building. Most Christians, when they when you hear the word church, they think of a building. I said, I'm not building a building. Oh, what are you building? They don't know. They just these are Christians. As so I was walking by the building, it says the uh, uh, the church is uh, is not a building. The church is a family. It's a body. It's a group of people. It's a family. The church building. Houses the family of God, but we're not building a building there are buildings all over Boulder I was thinking praying and talking to God as I was walking there are buildings all over Boulder I don't need a building I can get a building anywhere there are buildings all over the place why do I need to build a building why do I need to buy a building you know I mean that doesn't make any sense to me at this point in the game or whatever and uh, <laughs> and then a friend of mine uh, <laughs> text texted me this morning, and she texted me early this morning. She lives over in Burlington. God bless you, uh, sister. So the Burlington sister texted me early this morning. I didn't read until I was on the bus, and she said I was praying for you and your ministry today. And I heard the Lord say, "A church is not a building." And I thought I'd text that to you. <laughs> Do you get it? I didn't know that's what the. Te- I didn't read the text until I was on the bus, heading to bold to Golden. And uh, she said, I was praying for you, and I heard the Lord say that a church is not a building. <clears throat> That's what I was talking When I walked by the, by the building, I was saying the church is not a building. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty amazing. All right, let's pray. So, Lord, I thank you that we can come to Bolden and um, and having already have signs following our ministry. We just got started. We're not even, even preaching yet. We already have signs and miracles and wonders following our ministry, just like it says in the Word of God. If we go out and preach the Word of God, you'll confirm it with signs following. I praise God. I praise God that you provide us, not signs in front of us, but signs following. We don't follow the signs. The signs follow us. And so I thank you that behind me, I don't need to turn around and look at the sign. I already know they're there. So I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, even on the street here, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, all right? So uh, we're in uh, the Sunday prayer letter called the Holy Ghost, Acts 19. We've been in Acts for two weeks, Acts 19 for two weeks. And we're in the theme called Signs, Wonders, Miracles. How about that? Signs, Miracles, Wonders. We've been having that all year long. And praise and worship. We're still looking for that. If it doesn't happen, I guess it doesn't happen. But I'm still believing to receive it. We received it once, but you know that was just to me it was a fluke because a lot of people do things one time. Uh, one time. That's what it kind of said that about in class. I'm so tired of people doing things one time. Uh, I'm doing a, I'm praying about a doing some ministry out in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, but the Lord has not opened that way for me. Because uh, there's not a way made yet. Because if I go to Charlotte to preach, uh, I I'm not going to be a one-time minister. That's what the Lord, I don't do that in the ministry. So I wait upon the Lord. So He prepares the way where I when I go to Charlotte. That'll be on a regular schedule. How about that? Once a year, you know, or maybe every two years. I don't know, but no no shorter than every year. Just like I do the state lines here in Colorado. Why, Charlotte? I have no idea. Other than uh, the Lord's been having me pray for the United States since I started these videos. I mean, I've been praying for the United States for a long, long time. But uh, more specifically, that's why I put it on the video, uh, you know, God bless, you know, uh, in God we trust. Trying to remind everybody that we're supposed to be trusting in God, not the government, not the politics of America, uh, but in, in God. And pray to God that God would save our country from destruction. Give us a little bit more time, in other words. You know, because one day America will be destroyed. We know that. That's fact. That's in the Bible. Uh, all the countries will be homogenized into one, one big global situation with one leader over all that. But it doesn't have to be today. It doesn't have to be today. And uh, it doesn't have to be this year. You know, it, could be, it doesn't have to be in the next 50 years. We don't know that. No man knows the day or the hour. I don't know why people think they know the day or the hour when the Bible says no man knows the day or the hour, but they keep telling me the day and the hour. I'm mean, How many times have I been told that over all these years, all these decades? can't believe it. Amazing. That guy across the street, the guy preaching Jesus. <laughs> Guys across the street, hey Jesus, hey Jesus, guy across the street preaching Jesus. (laughs) See, people know what I'm doing. This isn't a mystery. Just because I don't have a banner flying doesn't, people know what I'm doing. They they absolutely know what I'm doing. All right, so we're still looking for praise and worship. I'm still looking for that way to be made in Charlotte, and uh, it'll be made okay. (laughs) Got to wave to some buses. Alright, praise the Lord. I hope you're having a good day. I'm having a great day. I was up early this morning. Got to bed late last night. Got up at 4.30 this morning. Had a fast class. <laughs> a fast class. It was only 50 minutes long because I had to get out the door to uh, catch this bus. That was the last bus leaving Boulder this morning. And uh, the next bus doesn't come until 4.16. There's no buses during the day that go back to Boulder. So I'm here all day. I haven't got, I, don't, I can't leave. So, uh, Let's. I'm going to talk about one thing, we're going to do three things with all these trucks. I'm right on the street, I mean I'm like 18 inches away from a curve here, and so I'm right on the street, my banner, the edge of my banner which stands 10 feet, it's like right there on the curve, and then uh, I have people all day long, this gets very, very busy, several thousand people will be here in Golden. It's a beautiful day, and they're building some kind of a carnival thing down there. So there's going to be a lot of things going on today, but uh, I'm glad I'm here. But uh, this becomes very busy and actually becomes a little bit uncomfortable for me because there's just so many people uh, that travel to Golden just to kind of look around. It's kind of like a tourist destination, but uh, we have a lot of locals here too. All right, so uh, let's go to uh, Acts 19, verse 28, and I'm going to talk about a couple things here real quick verse 28 whoops sorry verse 28 uh, we'll start here for today and when they had heard these sayings they were full of wrath I hope you've read all of 19 we've been in 19 for this is the second week so this would be the last day for me personally in Acts 19 and then we'll move on to chapter 20 on Sunday so chapter 20 comes on Sunday and we'll finish up the uh, book of Acts on the 50th week we started on the 50th day and we're going to end on the 50th week I think that is really spectacular that is a wonder and a really amazing sign that the Holy Ghost told us I want you to preach in uh, the book of Acts all year long from Pentecost to the end all 28 chapters one chapter a week and uh, I think that's pretty interesting all right verse 28 and when they heard these now the reason I'm said that because I'm just going to pull a little piece out, and uh, sometimes people accuse me of, gone, you're pulling something out of context. Well, I'm not pulling things out of context, it's just you haven't been around. Uh, you just come in and out, in and out, in and out, and you just kind of occasionally drop, drop by. When you occasionally drop by, you're not in the continuum of what we're doing. We minister six days a week, seven days a week, we minister. So just because you drop in one day and then don't come back for two more weeks and then say, hey, you're taking things out of context, we're not out of context. It's you're out of context, all right, for those who email me and tell me that. All right, when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath and cried out, full of wrath. They were, Paul was preaching the word of God, teaching and preaching Jesus Christ in Ephesus here. And uh, they were full of wrath. They hated that. They hated that. They were, the city was turned upside down. The city was, had no small stir, just like in Superior yesterday. There was no small stir in Superior yesterday. In fact, it was so stirred up that the devils finally got fed up with me and had the police called on me to uh, check me out. But lo and behold, the sheriff said, you're just fine, keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> That's number six. Sixth time a police officer has been called on me in the last five, four and a half years. So it's not when, not if you be the police will be called. I heard that when I was studying, because I've never done street preaching before, except four and a half years ago. And so I heard some street preachers say that it's not if they'll ever be called, it's when the police will be called on you. And I thought, why would they ever be called on me? I mean, I, I'm not going to do anything that they're doing. But lo and behold, you will have the police called on you because people hate God, and they hate anybody who represents God and uh, you'll be caught, but all six times, every six, all the officers have said, uh, uh, you're doing just fine, no problem whatsoever. I thought, praise the Lord, but whatever I'm doing is stirring the devils up, but it doesn't stir them up enough to arrest me. Now that's what tells me why I think some street preachers, uh, they go too far, and they think it's a badge of honor to be thrown in jail. Now, I think that's ridiculous. that. That's But that's fine. Whatever you want to do. If you want to go to jail, go to jail. I've been there. I don't like it at all. It's horrible. But I didn't go there for preaching the gospel. I went there for something else. I was in trouble. I was on the way to... I have a whole story. I have a a history. (laughs) That's right. Bubby can play around with me. I know what's going on. And when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath, anger and cried out with anger and wrath. They cried out, just like what's happened in Superior yesterday. They were all crying out with wrath. They hated me being on the corner there in Superior. They just hated it. They hated every time I'm there, but for some reason, yesterday just went over the top because they hate me every time I go there. But normally they don't do anything about it, but they did something about it this time. And the sheriff went in there and told them that he's just fine. So I'll see what happens next month. Now, all these dump trucks. It's going to be like this all day long. Dump truck after dump truck after dump truck. It's amazing. But I get to witness them all. So far, none of them waved at me. I've waved at a couple of them. I'll get them waving. <laughs> all right. Anyways, and when they heard these sayings, they were full of wrath and cried out, saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. That's what they were saying yesterday. Great is Satan. Hail Satan. Great is Satan. That's what they were yelling. So that's why my prayer changed two days ago. Said, Lord, not just open their eyes to see the truth, but open their eyes to see the lie. Open their eyes so they can see the lies so they can see Satan and all of his ugliness, all of his evil, all of his wrath. They can see it. They can hear his wrath. They can hear Satan screaming at them. That's my prayer now. Lord, open their eyes so they can see the evil and hear the evil. And understand the evil where it scares them so much that they are they turn from the evil and run to the goodness of God but they don't want that they like these people walking by they don't want that what's the back of my shirt said yeah, something about trust Jesus right it's cold it's only about 50 degrees out here you can almost see my breath It's a great day. It's a great day. All right. Great is the Diana. Good morning. There's a large school uh, here in it Golden uh, University of Colorado has the mining school here the School of Mines here so, School of Mines you know and uh, in Nevada I'm from University of Nevada that's where I went to school uh, there was the School of Mines there and I forget the name of announcement so long as I mentioned it but uh, here in Golden the School of Mines uh, their logo guess what their logo is 666 that's their logo for the school for a school, a mining school, school of mines, why would you have a logo of six six six? The high school here in town, do you know what their mascot is? Do you know what they call their their team the, the students of the of Golden High School, or whatever it's called. Yeah, they call them demons. They have the tail. They have all the stuff. They called they're called demons. That's what they're called. That's what they call themselves. The, the high school. The Golden High School, uh, their mascot, their uh, their emblem, their their football team, I guess, and, and their and their uh, uh, the student body, uh, and it has a big signs out here on the street. Uh, we're the we're the demons, that's what they call themselves. And the School of Mines has six six six. How about that? That's interesting, huh? Nobody says a word about it. They say, oh, it's all right, it's all right. Of all the churches here in town. I, I say something every time I'm here, if I can. Oh, it's all right, it's all right. No problem, yeah, no problem. I tell you, if I was a Christian and I lived in Golden, there would be no way I would ever send my kids to the Golden High School, or would I ever have my child go to the School of Mines here. Not with that kind of a header and banner over them. Six 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 over the their at the school of Mines and demons over the high school. Are you kidding? Let me tell you, how many, do you know how many Christian parents send their kids over there? More than one. I am certain of that. I'm certain of that. That's why I pray, Lord, open their eyes to see the evil open their eyes to see the lies. I just started praying that a couple days ago. I usually say open their eyes to see the truth. But they say no to the truth because they don't know the opposite. They don't know the lies and the evil and the wickedness. So now I want them to open their eyes so they can see the evil, see the wickedness, see the lie. And then also to see the truth. Now they can see both, both sides. Oh wow, look at this. I have a choice now because they'll see there's no gray. There's nothing in the middle. It's either the lies or the truth. That's it. There's nothing in the middle. There's no white lies. That's all black evil. That's just another stupid name people put on it. I oh, tell a little white lie. That's evil. Wickedness. All right. So, anyways, verse 29 And the whole city was filled with confusion. Confusion. Having caught Gai- Gai- Gaius. Having caught Gaius. So, uh, yesterday I was caught. You know and but I wasn't taken anywhere but I was caught having caught now this gentleman here Gaius 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 uh, was caught having caught Gaius so that's why a lot of I'm gonna go over to 3rd John a lot of people uh, do not want to come out to minister they don't want to pass out gospel tracts they don't want to walk around the store with the Bible I did that at Whole Foods yesterday by the way I taught that in class I said, why don't you do that? First time I ever mentioned that in any time, any time. I've never said, put your Bible, take your Bible, the banner of truth, and put it on your shopping cart when you go to the grocery store. And uh, lo and behold, a lady up there and a sister up there in uh, Ohio, she did that. She sent me a photograph. She said, wow, it really was interesting the interaction. Well, I did the same thing. I thought, I'm going to do the same thing. I've never done that before. I got my banner in the shopping cart, so I went over to Whole Foods after I got off work and I had my ba- I said, where am I going to put my Bible? Because my banner kind of closed the there. So I just put it right on top. And uh, that's what it says, the word of God, the Holy Bible. And I tell you, I had a lot of people look. They didn't look at my banner, they or me, they looked at this book. And I go, wow, what a strange interaction I'm getting here. And, and then I was able to witness to a couple of people in Whole Foods. And pass out probably, see, three, I passed out five gospel tracts in Whole Foods. How about that, you know? Do you do that? Or you just run in and get your groceries and run back out, not concerned about another soul that's going to hell? See, that's what I'm trying to get believers to stop doing. Just don't run into the store, get your milk, and run back out to your car. There are souls in that grocery store that are going to hell if you don't tell them. And maybe that's why God told you to go get some groceries. I don't know. That's between you and God, you know? So I got somebody filming me over there. So in Golden, I get a lot, it's like Denver, I get a lot of people taking photos and vi- film of me, lots and lots of people, probably get a dozen photographs today, God bless you, <laughs> got to wave to the police too, got to get on their good side, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen for the day. <laughs> I want them to say, well that's the guy that kept smiling and waving to me, you know, alright, so Gaius, I'm going to talk about Gaius real quick, so we're going to go to 3 John chapter, uh, well, there's only one chapter, it's just, you know, a few verses long, 3 John. Uh, the reason I'm doing this is because this stirs up a lot of religious spirits. Uh, lo- a lot of religious spirits hate Third John uh, for lots of different reasons. I'm not going to talk about those reasons, but uh, uh, that's why I'm going to do it. But I want to tell you who Gaius is, because he is more important than we realize. Hardly anybody talks about Gaius, but uh, there are a few. And uh, but let me talk. Let me just do these first few verses here. Uh, eight verses. The elder, so that's John, right? John's called the elder. The elder unto the well-beloved. Now, listen to what I'm reading here. The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius. I'm sure that's his same person we're talking about based on what Paul was uh, talking about Gaius. The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Wow. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Your soul. Your soul prospers, then the rest of your life prospers. <laughs> Third John 2. Uh, I think that's really fantastic. That's, that's a verse that gets everybody riled up who was in the prosperity gospel. Uh, they, and uh, <laughs> I was involved in that. So i uh, been involved in all kinds of different movements. and uh, But I've all come out of all that because I saw some of the lack of truth. <laughs> lack of, you know, the... Abundance of lies. They take partial truth, and they fill that. The, they take the partial uh, truth they of taking the whole truth. They take a part of the truth, and the rest of it. Let's say you know, let's say 50% truth, and then where's the other 50%? That's a lie. So they do a little bit of truth and a little bit of lie, and that's what they teach, and that's where they kind of messed up, and that's why there was all kinds of problems. And people are still who are my age uh, have come out of that, and they're still thinking about that. They're still thinking about that. And uh, they can't seem to come out of corruption. They don't know how to, they just think, if you talk about this at all, you are already corrupt. It's in the Word of God. It's like, the, it's like another movement that I was involved with, and that is the Word of Faith movement, the Word of Faith. Well, that's what Paul was a part of, the Word of Faith. You know? But they, ta- they take it and they corrupt it, and now, uh, because they corrupted it, a lot of Christians don't want to touch it. They don't want to say, oh, we, don't, we don't preach the Word of Faith. Really? Oh, we don't teach about prosperity. Really? Yeah. Well, it's in my Bible here. And God taught it. Jesus taught it. But you don't want to teach it because you're afraid that somebody may take it out of context. Hey, let God be God and you be who you are. God confirms the word. You know, God confirms the word. The sign's falling. Anyways, let's just keep going here. Man, is it noisy. The elder and the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. Isn't that amazing? And be in health, physical health, even as thy soul prospereth. Physical health, spiritual health, mental health. Well taken care of. Prosper is well taken care of. Verse 3, for I rejoice greatly. This is John speaking. For I, the elder John, rejoiced greatly. When the brethren came and testified of the truth, that is in thee, Gaius. The truth that is in Gaius. Man, oh man, isn't that amazing? That's why we have the truth study. We're trying to put truth into people. Put truth into people. Take the lies out. Replace it with truth. Taking lies out. Taking lies out. Next Monday, on Monday's class, I'm going to start adding one more element into the class. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. I'm kind of excited about that. I thought I was going to do it today, but the Lord said no. Start that on Friday. So I'm all set up ready to add one more element into our class and try to reveal more of the lies in the body of Christ, to put the truth in. Because if it's you're full of lies, there's no room for truth. There's no room for truth. There really isn't. There's, only, there's a finite amount of room inside of you. And uh, in, some, in some areas, not all areas, but some areas. And so you need to take the lies out and start putting truth in there. That's why the Bible talks about to renew your mind. Your mind is already full of knowledge, but you got to start replacing that knowledge with the Word of knowledge, Word of God, the knowledge of the Word of God. Right? Well, that's what we're going to do on Monday too, in class. So please join me on uh, seven o'clock, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, on YouTube. For our live stream broadcasting, that's live, it's not recorded, it's live, it's right there, you see me, I just wake up in the morning, have my coffee, and my calendar, my true study book, and I start doing my work right there on camera, and uh, everybody gets to participate of what's going on there, alright? So I have no greater joy, alright, so, for I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee. Even as thou walkest in the truth, walkest in the truth. That's why a part of our class, to walk in the truth. You keep and walk. To keep it is to walk in it, to live in it, to have your lifestyle, you have your being, have your every your whole life in truth. In truth. That's why Satan comes to steal the truth. So that way you're, you lose your way, you lose your walk. Because there's, you know, that's what happens. There's no truth in you. You know, that's what uh, a verse there says talks about. Uh, Anyways, uh, even thou walkest in the truth. So Gaius walks in the truth. Verse 4, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children, now he's including more people, right? So here in children, it's not that John had a lot of children. In the King James, children refers to those who he he led to Christ, who are born again, born again, okay? That's the children. Like he, we have daughters and sisters. I have a lot of daughters and uh, uh, sons and children, I guess you could say, in that are not blood, they're spiritual, you know, that they led them to the Lord or brought them out of the world or whatever the case may be. So, uh, it's pretty interesting, but I've been a soul winner for a very long time, okay? All right, so let's keep going here. So, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth so we know now that john led gaius to the to the lord who led gaius to the lord john because john's calling gaius his uh child wasn't his earthly child it was one he led to the lord and trained him up in the ministry that's how every preacher should do train people up just like gaius that's why gaius is so important we see where he was born again and then trained up in the ministry and started doing the ministry it's amazing but what do pastors do? They train you up so you can come back next Sunday and bring your paycheck, <laughs> right? And so we can build bigger and better buildings so I can have a nicer suit, have a nicer car, live in a big home, right? There's a guy back there in Carolinas that I wanna come against, I'm so sick of that. Why would you have, why do you need a 20,000 foot mansion to live in? That's—that's that's, to me is the stupidest thing. Why would even the his church allow that to happen? But. They all follow him, they're his God. That man, that pastor, they're God, you know? How sad, but that's how life is, I guess. They need an idol, they need some God before God. That's why, that's why the 10 commandments is so important. There's no God before me, no other gods before me. And so when you pastor set up as a God, that's what happens, they violate one of the Ten Commandments. That's why they start teaching the Ten Commandments don't aren't, aren't uh, valid anymore. Because I'm a God, that's what they tell you, not me. I'm nobody, I'm nobody, just forget me. But That's why I get so mad about that. But we'll see what happens, all right? That is the truth. Uh, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully, doeth faithfully. I read that in Jude 1.20 this morning. Do it faithfully. How do you do faithfully? Right. You have to build your most holy faith up, praying in the Holy Ghost. Right? People don't like that. Beloved, thou doest faithfully. Whatsoever thou doest. Right. We do things by faith, not by sight, not by action or works, by flesh. We do it by faith. We are justified by faith. We live in faith. We serve God by faith. Faith pleases the Father. Man, there's so many kids around here. All kinds of... Huh, isn't that great? I'm glad I'm here with all these kids. They get to read my shirt, get to see what I'm doing, because all the kids are looking. Guess is you know, Isn't that great? All right. Uh, so I got a challenge here. Let me. Uh, I don't know what to do, because with children, I'm out here on the street doing this sermon, and uh, you're not supposed to have children. I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I'll see if I can do some. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Because uh, this isn't this, this video is not made for children, but uh, children are on the street, uh, but I'm doing a video, this is public uh, outside, I'm not in a private area, this is no private area, so I'm not filming children privately, I'm, I just happen to be because they're standing on the street corner here while I'm doing a video. I hope this is alright because I'm doing a live video here, and I've got children, uh, I don't want YouTube to get mad at me, do okay? you think that's okay? Okay, I just didn't know. That's why I was explaining to everybody just now that, of all the children, I was concerned, you know, because it's not made for children. <laughs> all right. So those are the custodians or the teachers. So she said it's okay. Well, praise God. One guy, the guy says, "Oh, he thought that was silly, stupid," but she heard. She the, the lady knew that this was what I was talking about. So praise God, all right? So uh, we'll keep on going here now, but she said it's okay. I hope you hear that. The teacher said it's just fine. So uh, I have her permission to keep filming here, okay? So I'm gonna use that and whatever timeline this is. I'll put that timestamp if I can, if I remember. Uh, timestamp for her approval. And in uh, the blue shirt, the blue uh the white uh, jeans, uh, jeans and the white uh, with the sunglasses on, the long brown hair. She's with uh, all the children here. All right, let's keep going. Uh, Verse 5, Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest. We're talking about Gaius. Gaius, Gaius, G-A-I-U-S, Gaius. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers. Brothers and to strangers. See, Gaius was a soul winner. He was a minister out in the public arena out in the public arena, and uh, uh, so he was ministering to strangers, also in the King James, uh, strangers oftentimes relate to the Gentiles, uh, another word for the Gentiles and the strangers are Greeks, so those three words are used uh, to explain those people who are not Hebrew, okay, alright, doest unto to the strangers, do to the brethren and to strangers. And it could also mean uh, brethren and strangers. When they're together like that, it could also mean this, and that is to the body of Christ, Jews and Gentiles in the body of Christ, and those people, the strangers, who are not saved yet. They're could, they called strangers also because they're not a part of our family yet. They're strangers, all right? Just, you know, just something to think about. Uh, verse 6, which have borne witness. Of thy charity before the church see so right now you can see he's a witness Gaius is Gaius is a witness of the testimony of the testimony who is the testimony Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is the testimony is the testimony amen (laughs) it's a great day man I can't wait to lift my banner got my coffee here got some cream for my coffee I'm pretty I usually don't drink cream on my coffee but I brought some to kind of liven things up a little bit didn't have breakfast, so I'm a little on the hungry side, so I'll have to fast my breakfast and my lunch. I did bring a banana, though, but uh, we'll see how that goes. And uh, i got one guy to wave, finally. <laughs> we'll get them all waving here pretty soon. Now, now, why do I want them to wave? Because that's a part of my petition before the Lord. When a, when, when a believer now, now I have two supplications one for the believer and one from the for the unbeliever the hater the Antichrist either one who acknowledges me each different different supplications for them so I want people to interact with me I get them to interact with me because that's a part of my supplication my petition before the Lord out here on the street right? So that's what I'm doing. That's why I dress the way I dress. That's why my hands are up in the air. That's why I'm out on the street corner, on the curb. That's why my banner, I'm getting everybody's attention to look. So what happens is, is people start talking about Jesus and they t- either good or bad. Doesn't I don't care. Doesn't, good or bad, as long as they're talking about Jesus. And uh, uh, if they could be cursing him, fine, I don't care. Uh, they could be praising him. I don't care that either. I just want Jesus mentioned here in Golden today. So I'm stirring things up. Even today, I'm always already stirring things up, right? Just being here, everybody looking at me, so the traffic gets backed up here, and you know things happen. I got a lot of traffic that way; (laughs) it becomes pretty wild. (laughs) All right, let's go. Just keep going. Uh, Strange number six, which bore witness of the charity before the church. Charity before the church. So that takes you back to 1 Corinthians 13. And if you're in the pure word of God, King James, then you know all about charity. But if you have a corrupt Bible, you don't know what that is. They you probably, probably in your Bible, it took charity out and replaced it with some sexual connotation of love. <laughs> Sorry about that. But charity has a very special meaning have uh, born witness of the charity before the church whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sword that thou, thou shalt do well do well thou shalt do well when you bring this forward you bring this charity forward out of the church out to the people everywhere you go you bring that love with you you do well you do well Kind of read that again verse six which have borne witness of thy charity before the church whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort thou shalt do well Verse seven because that for his name's sake jesus christ the name of jesus for his name's sake we all talk about the name of jesus say they went forth we go forth in the name of jesus when i walk out of my door to go Do what I'm going to do. In fact, every time I walk out of my door, if I'm going to leave my house, I say, Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you for what I'm going to be doing. And I do all things in word and deed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I take off in the name of the Lord Jesus. I do all things in the name of the Lord Jesus. I just don't take off, jump in my car, and drive down the road. I never do that. I always do things in the name of Jesus. Now, understand, when I say never, that's in the last five or six years, six years because I'm in a different season of my life. God quickened that to me. I saw that, and I acted on it. I didn't do it just one time. I do it every single time I leave the house. <laughs> For the glory of God, I've, to me, that just surprises me, because how can I remember that? But it's become a habit. It's become a habit. It's, my, it's a part of my manner. It's a part of my lifestyle. So you can add that into your life in the beginning, in the beginning, it seems kind of hard because you have to remember. Sometimes you'll forget, and a couple of times, when in the beginning, I had—I came back to my door. I was, you know, 100 feet away. I said, "Oh, I forgot to pray." I would walk back to my door, turn around, and stand there and say, well, I just, you know, do what I do." My kids are so noisy. I mean, they talk so loud. They don't know how to talk quietly. But uh, that's how life is. So what's he doing here? Is he going to run over the curb? I don't know why he's coming this way. Supposed to come this way. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. Uh, I think there was a wreck over there because I saw some cops over there. Anyways, let's keep going. All right, for godly Sword. uh, Because thou, because that, for His name's sake, that's Jesus. They went forth. See, you go forth in the name of Jesus. See, I hope you hear that. You just don't get in your car, grab your banner, grab your track, grab your Bible. You just do things in the name of Jesus. That just, it just helps so much to do things that way. Man, I got so much stuff going. See, this is what uh, people don't get. When you're out in the street doing this, uh, you got all this noise all around you. You got traffic, you got people yelling, people talking. You got all, and I'm trying to carry a conversation on here. And it's, you know, it's a little difficult because I got to think on my feet and deliver a message that's in my heart. And you can see how it's easy to misspeak. But people who don't come at her and do this, they don't know it's how easy it is to make a mistake or how to goof up. So this is like a miracle to me. right? right? So because of thou for his namesake went forth taking nothing of the Gentiles. Taking nothing. So now we know that strangers he was referring to the Gentile. So now we know what strangers is. See the word defines the word. When he was referring to strangers, I was trying to get explained to you what uh, the stranger might have met all right. But here it tells you it clarifies when they referred to strangers, it was Gentile See, that's what I'm trying to say. Stranger is also Gentile. Yes. See, when somebody waves, see that's why I don't ignore people. I I stop preaching, I stop ministering when I try to get people away because they're going to think about me. I put a memory in their mind. I want people to interact with me. I want to make an impact in their brain. I want, when they see me, they can't forget about me. They just, they just keep seeing Jesus saves, or trust Jesus on the back, or trust Jesus on the back. They can't get that out of their mind. Okay. So when they wave, that's an emotional response, a physical response, and it joins with me. So now they go down the road thinking about Jesus. But if I just ignore them, like they weren't important, I want to acknowledge him. He could be having a, a hard day. That The truck driver that went by in that dump truck, he could have had a fight with his wife. He could be struggling. He could be fired later. Who knows what can happen? But because I acknowledged him right there, because he waved to me, there's goodness that happened. That's why I'm trying also trying to get the street preachers to start acknowledging people. I watch them on YouTube, and when somebody waves, they just ignore them. They say hi, they just ignore them. I thought, well, don't, stop doing that, man. You're ministering to everybody, not just to the center. Everybody. Everybody. You're ministering to every soul. That's what a street minister does. They minister to every single soul. Everyone gets ministered to. And everyone has different needs to be met. So meet all their needs. Meet all their needs. Meet all their needs. Quit just trying to get to that one sinner. Be alert to everybody around you. Be alert to everybody around Your ministry would be so much more wonderful and so much fuller a fuller ministry now because i can't imagine god says oh don't don't say hello to to my my children don't say hello to my believers don't say hello to your brethren i, I can't imagine god saying that so that's why i'm saying that all right so let's let go down here uh, i'm talk, we're talking about gaius uh, verse 7 because that for his name say they went forth taking nothing of the gentiles verse 8 we therefore ought to receive such and, it, you know, that's another way of looking at We ought to receive such. So here is Gaius going out. He's a beloved brother in Christ, uh, got born again, now going out and menacing, winning the lost, into the strangers and the Gentiles. And John was saying, you know, we ought to just do what he's doing. We ought to go in that love. We ought to go in the. And the reason I talk so loud because it is so noisy out here. The noise is bouncing off the concrete, and all these kids they hit the poles. They're bouncing around. They're knocking things around. I mean, they're making noise. I don't care about that. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you that's why I'm talking loud. Plus, I'm right on the curb. <laughs> right on the curb. Right on the curb. All right. We therefore ought to do receive such that we might be fellow helpers. Stay right there. We ought to see what Gaius is doing, and we ought to be fellow helpers. That's what I'm asking all the time. I want fellow helpers. But so far, people cannot do that. I'm talking about retired people or people who are financially well off who don't need to go to work on Friday, for example. But where are they? (laughs) What I'm looking forward to, John, I'm one of those guys you talked about on the video for the last five years. Or four years that who never came out, but I knew you were there. I never came out I'm waiting for that person to come out, but they haven't showed up yet But uh, I got a ten-year season So I might have to wait ten years before I get that person who will come out with me, but uh, That's all right. I'm gonna keep on going even if nobody comes out. I'm gonna be out here We therefore ought to do ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth fellow helpers to the truth I tell you we want to be fellow helpers to the truth. Do we want to be fellow hindrances to the truth? Do we want to be a stumbling block to the truth? Do we want to stop the truth from going forth? That's what a lot of Christians do. Sinners already do that naturally, but a believer shouldn't do that. A believer shouldn't stop the movement of truth, but they do. They stop the movement of truth. They, just, they do that in my class, yeah. They try to stop the movement of truth, yeah, or divert the truth. Look over here. Look over there. Instead of having everybody focus on what's going on, they want to look over here. Look, look, look. See, they want to divert people's attention. That's why I know that's not from God. God doesn't divide people's thoughts. The attention in the the class is right on the truth study book on what we're teaching. But when somebody comes in and tries to say, look at this, look at this, look at that, I'm not, I'm talking about, testimonies don't do that. Testimonies bring, a, bring attention to the truth. But uh, you know, I've had people, I'm talking about people who don't come to class. And it's just, I'm just talking about everybody. I'm not singling anybody out because uh, it's commonplace for Christians to do that. They come out here on the street occasionally and they won't do what I'm doing. They'll do something else. They'll divert my attention. That's what I've been, I've been called into check many times by the Holy Ghost because I would take my attention off a ministry and put my attention on the person, thinking that I'm fellowshipping or I'm helping the person out. And really, they'll spend two or three or four hours just jawboning with me about nothing or their problems or whatever the case may be about the football team. One guy came by and he couldn't shut up about the football team in Colorado. I wanted nothing to do with ministry. So I have to shut people up and they get mad at me. Oh, you're telling me to shut up? Oh, oh, you offended me. I'm gonna go home, take my ball and go play someplace else. Oh man, oh man. Thin-skinned Christians. That's why they're not at her, they're thin-skinned. That's right, I've been there too. Remember, everything I say, I have also lived it. I lived always being offended. I, I tell you, I, I can't. that's why for years and years, because uh, I didn't want to be offended, I would try to please everybody in the ministry. I tried to please this and please, tried to, I tried to please everybody. And I got so, after two or three or four years of that uh, in the ministry trying to please everybody, I said, that's it, God. I, I just can't stand trying to please. I want to please you and please you only. And if nobody likes it, that's too bad. I'm gonna please you, Father. I tell you, and my ministry took a left turn and went that way. (laughs) It was crazy, that was crazy. I left that old ministry behind, and I said, man, thank God I'm out of that ministry, man. I'm not gonna please nobody. And I've been that way since. Those few years I was in that type of pleasing everybody, gotta make everybody happy, can't offend anybody, gotta be nice to, I mean, forget that. That's why I talked the way I talked. Kind of a hard, gritty type of minister, because of, of the 40 years in the trucking world and you just develop that grit in your ministry that's why I'm really not a I'm a founding pastor of gospel but I'm not the church pastor you know there that person is coming someday when that office that gift is delivered to our church but right now we don't need that I guess God hasn't brought that but right now I'm that I'm standing in that gap of being the, a pastor of the church but uh, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> I'm not called to be a pastor. <laughs> called to build the church, but uh, another church pastor's coming. So I just wanna read uh, 28 one more time, 19 verse 28. And when they heard these sayings, they were all full of wrath and cried out saying, Great is Diana of the Ephesians. And the whole city was filled with confusion and having caught Gaius and Erascus, men of Macedonia, Paul's companions, right there. See, Gaius was Paul's companion in travel. They traveled together. Right like that, right? Pretty cool. Gaius traveled with Paul. John led him to the Lord, trained him up in the ministry. Paul took him, and They started traveling and preaching together. How about that, Gaius? Pretty amazing man. Uh, men of Macedonia. Paul's companions in travel. They rushed with one accord into the theater. Anyways, I'm going to stop right there. So uh, let's pray. So Lord, I thank you that we can study some characters, some people, some ministers in the Word of God that uh, we can relate to. We can take some benefits, some virtues from them, pray about them to you and see how we can add them in our life, how we can walk, like Gaius, how we can walk and what he walked in the truth, how we can maybe walk in the truth. We can study the Word a little bit more and how we can walk in the truth, just like it says in our True Study book. And I thank you, Lord, that we can do that by the power of Almighty God, which is the Holy Ghost. Father, we give you all the praise for this sermon, for this time on the street, and for Golden, Colorado, and for every minister around the world who's watching us. And if you need healing in your body, I pray, Lord, that you heal them now. I be, Receive your healing. If you need to be healed now, just receive your healing. God, Jesus already paid the price for that healing. It's yours now, just receive it. If you have a devil, I cast that devil out in the name of Jesus. He already paid for that. You can be healed of that devil also. You need to be baptized with the Holy Ghost, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Jesus, I ask you to fill them with your spirit, baptize him with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And Father, we give you all the glory for the work that you're doing, even now and later on today, in your holy name, Jesus. Amen and amen. All right, so I uh, hope the camera's still running. A lot of times in Golden it shuts off because the sun's pointing to it. So tomorrow is Saturday. It's my Sabbath. I'll write the Sunday prayer letter for next week on chapter eight, chapter 20 in Acts. Uh, once again, the Sunday prayer letter will not be on the website. It will only go out in email. So I ask you to to, average, uh, to uh, sign up for our newsletter, our Sunday prayer letter. And uh, I'm also praying on the Sunday prayer letter for all those who sign up. I haven't got there yet, but I'm praying, seeking the Lord, uh, because it's a desire of my heart to sometime in the middle of the week, like on a Wednesday, send out an email of edification, of exhortation, and of comfort, all Right? Where's that in the Bible? That's 1 Corinthians chapter 14, all of the chapter 14, and uh, I kind of want to do something, some small letter like that just to lift you up uh, during the middle of the week. Uh, that's just on my heart. I have not been released to do that yet, but uh, maybe real soon and uh, so I encourage you to go to preacherjohn.ck dot like C like in Charlie K like in kilo dot P A G E like in page like a page of a Bible uh, page preacherjohn.ck.page, dot dot page and that'll take you I think you'd also go to uh, I think you could, well, I don't know. That's it right there. I have a couple different websites. I hear about six different domains. Anyways, that's one of them that'll take you over to that one page summary. And you'll put your first name in there and your email address. And you'll get the Sunday Pearl there. Okay? Take care. Have a great day. Bye bye.